0: guy how's my hair look in that camera is it good is it bunned out is it too bunned? you didn't just learned how to do a bun i just learned how to do a man bun
1: there's like a technique
0: yeah yeah is to, there you have to use two different hair ties
1: one tie. i didn't and understand one that
0: I, I just learned this after having long hair for four years how do you know how to do it youtube you just looked up how that's like a thing <laughs> yeah you gotta like start with the ponytail, you just make a ponytail. Yeah. And then the second one, you have to twist the hair, and as you're twirling it like a cinnamon bun, you have to keep twirling it, otherwise it loses its, <laughs> it loses its bun, right? Because okay. it's different, it's not all the same hair length. There's like some hairs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you have to do that continue. <laughs> while getting that twist. Okay. <laughs> and then the second wrapper on it, and then you have the bun. And if you've never seen Ian with the ponytail, it's pretty hilarious. You heard so, pretty long right now. So, we might as well just include that in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but, anyways, on. three, two, one, we're live. Chase Bosworth's in the building. What's going on? From New Hampshire to California mm-hmm. to Miami. We followed a similar path. Yeah. And it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Thanks. So. Long overdue. I know. Too long. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, first off, congratulations on all you've done so far. Thanks. Man. I just threw out, I, I've had the luxury of being your friend for a while and seeing straight up the amount of work and persistence you've gone through in terms of building your own brand and launching your music career. I mean, how many, how many Spotify streams are you at today?
1: Um, I think I should check, <laughs> but I'm not sure. But I think like 70,000. 70,000 and growing your music or more than that. I think over a hundred thousand between everything between everything. Yeah. Yeah. And you started pretty recently. Yeah. A year and a half ago is when I like really dove in to doing it. Um, yeah, it's just, I, it's different too. Cause like I'm used to doing like business stuff where like you're selling a product, you know what I mean? So with this, it would like the change for me was like, I'm the product. And it's almost like, it's, it's weird. Like, it's just different. Like, yeah. You're the product. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, I am I mean, I'm promoting myself. Everyone wants know? to take a hit. <laughs> yeah. But it's different. So it's like, if you have a product or whatever, you can kind of like hide behind it in a way. But like, I have to like, I'm in the forefront. I'm the one that's like, I'm pushing me. Yeah. Cause
0: I still want to see you perform
1: live. Yeah. Which I haven't done. You know what I mean? So it's like, definitely want to, and I'm excited to, but. Yeah, the biggest like yeah. I mean, I don't know why I'm like jumping into hurdles right now, but it's like Right, that- no, I mean
0: the the biggest reality is is that it's you're building your own brand, you're building yeah, your yeah. own personality you always have to be on you have to like yeah. check what you're wearing all the time making sure that the image is right yeah and yeah. for what you've been able to create with the music videos with the resources you have is incredible yeah uh, ari does a great job helping dude, out kills with that it. too she i mean ari it.
1: dude she helps a lot with like everything so yeah. she does she does the cover arts she does the videos the shoots i mean she helped yeah literally everything like, yeah it's a
0: little it's, dream team going dude on it's awesome here.
1: yeah and like the main thing is like we're you know we're, it's fun like i love doing it and like i started when i was 17 but never like consistently did it and like a year and a half ago kind of made the jump or it's whatever we're like going on two years now but i just like decided like this is definitely what i want to do i'm super interested in it and then I just started making music and that's what I did. So like the first like eight months, I didn't drop anything. It was like strictly just, it it might've been a year, but it was like just creating, trying to like, the thing with me, I just get like obsessed over things. So it's like.
0: Well, you uh, have an addictive personality.
1: Yeah yeah, someone said.
0: And right now you're directing it in a really good manner, yeah, yeah, but I, I truly think you're going to be successful as a musician because yeah. every super successful musician has had a drug problem or has gone through some crazy incident in their life. Yeah, it's almost a prerequisite.
1: yeah, no, it's awesome. It is. and it's it's different. It's like i I have a hard time. That's like another thing is is just like, I don't want to use that, you right. know what I mean as like a way to make it. So it's like that's I'm trying to figure that out. like, Cause it's obviously that is a part of my story and whatnot, but it's, it's not like, it's not, a, there's so much more, there's so much more to right. it. You know what I mean? And I don't really want to be known as that, you know what I mean? Like a lot of the stuff that I went through, I learned a lot through it and I figured out a lot of like what I want, but it's not necessarily like, it's is there a way really- to use
0: it as a foundation, but really it's just the foundation. It's basically saying these are the roots. But now I'm a a straight oak.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, that's, it's not, like, the thing is, like, I can, a lot of my songs, like, I talk about it, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of it's, like, drug, you know, or like, at least like that behavior, like that mindset. But it's really like, when I started doing it, doing it, it's, it's been almost two years. So that was when I last got clean, too. So it was like when the first music I was making was about drugs, you know, and like not in like a bad or like glorifying it, but it was like Over this is my it, situation. Grow, yeah. This yeah. Is what's it, up. I mean, it's this my, is what's it was on my, my mind, life, you know yeah. what I mean? And so my whole life was You know I was around it I mean my brothers were addicts and but
0: uh, I don't think that it defines you like when no, you say that because it. the fact is though It's impressive and it's I don't think yeah. even the way you're describing it as you don't want to be known as that guy Yeah but it's impressive because so much people don't come around. Yeah. Yeah. You know? 100%. Like we like, see fentanyl overdoses happening all the time. All the time. I mean, I mean, Sky, how many times in the last month have you just been, oh, snap, X's died. And it just turns out it's from drugs. It's happened at least twice. Yeah, more than I would even want to hear. Yeah. But it's happening. It's happened. It's bad. Like people you went to high school with that you haven't heard from in a while. And it's what happened to that person? And now
1: they are dead. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's more common than ever. And like the, th- yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's wild. I mean, it's in everything. And I saw I'm this grateful.
0: meme that showed it was uh, Lucky Charms, like Lucky Charms cereal, but it's actually just straight fentanyl, but they mask it in a Lucky Charms box when they ship it. Oh my God.
1: It's gnarly. Dude, it's gnarly. I mean, you'll, yeah, they'll do anything to get it here, but it's, dude, yeah, it's crazy. It's just like, now I'm in a in a position too where like musically I'm trying to like steer away from that in a way and a lot of it was like it was so heavily like influenced like the music was for that but now that you know it's been almost two years and
0: you got it out of your system even kind of got out of my idea. system in
1: a way and like I want to expand and I'm doing other things that I've never done you know and like everything like even if I I mean you know it was 10 years of, of drug use so it was like Even when I had like a few spurts here and there, it was like, it was still like I was still in that life, you know, like in a rehab, in a sober living, like in certain scenarios or around that, you know, people with that same mindset too. So it's like now that I'm, you know, trying to find a different path, like because a lot of it like for writing specifically is like I have a really hard time writing about like happy music or like making happier stuff for some reason. It's not for some reason, but it's, I think that's what it is. And, and like when I'm making music, it's like, I make it cause I like it, you know, I love doing it.
0: But a lot of times music, people want to feel something. You want to
1: feel it. And like, exp- yeah, when you're making it, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's not, I, I get a lot more out of it when I'm, when it's like more like I'm pulling some more emotions out or something like that. And obviously there's times in the studio where like you're having fun, like you want to make something fun in which I've done, um, but for the most part, it's like I my favorite sessions are those like where you make it and you're like, holy fuck, like this is fire. You know, like I feel it and like it's something I can literally I go home and I listen to it. And I'm just like, this is like exactly how I wanted it to be, you know, without being like so direct and like so, um, you know, because I, I don't like say drugs, like say what type of drugs right. or whatever. And it could be about a girl. It could be whatever. But it's that's like the stuff I like making is like where you listen to it and you relate to it in your own way. But like, for me, I made it for that. Like it's about drugs or it's about whatever, you know?
0: Well, in a way it's musicians are so, I'm I'm envious of them because they're able to express themselves in such a, in your face manner and mm-hmm. really just lay their feelings out in front of everybody, yeah. which is a naked feeling. It's tough. It's But tough. at the
1: same time, yeah. it must be so liberating. It is. It's cool. Like I don't, like, I don't like particularly talking about it to like a, a lot, but it's unless it's like if it's somebody that I can like at least like sense or see that's like has like I can't have conversations like this with people that like have never done certain things. Right. But you, know you know have I mean? empathy like, for the whole for sure process for the whole process. And like, but it must get bored. It must get old. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, hundred percent. I mean, you can only make so many songs about like the same thing. Like, you
0: know, so have you found the new inspo for sort of the next chapter of that? Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I'm another reason too so like which i have learned just from making i literally have a song in every genre but it's like you know when you're making like trap music it's like you there's only really certain things like it boxes you in with lyrics like there's certain things that you talk about on like a trap piece.
0: Making trap music?
1: No, i mean like like i mean like lonely is, you know? Like All i right. have a few songs that like have that trap feel and it's like it's more like just like street talk like type of stuff and then that's why like now I'm exploring, I'm doing a lot more like acoustic stuff, more like folk pop stuff, like more heavily into that because it allows me to like make other things. Like I can talk about other things, at least for me, like it's easier to, you know what I mean? So it's like it's it's a it's more of like a lane for where like I can talk about other things. And um, but like even like Better Days, like Better Days, is a great example of like it's more of like a ballad type song. But it's like that is and when I'm saying drugs, I mean like addiction, you know, but it's like. That song was, for me, like, surprise still to this day, my favorite song I've ever made. And it was my second day in an actual studio ever. So, and this was, I had, like, 40 days clean. I literally went in, did the first, so, like, I book, I booked a session in LA, no idea what I was doing. And, like, the only time I've ever recorded was, like, on a home setup, no, no idea how to mix. I, like, literally would record it, not mix. Like, it would just be, like, raw vocals. And I wasn't even singing at this point. It was just, like... Rap stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. and and like I'd have like a a two week or like a month spurt of being clean and then I would get back to it So it was like since I was 17 I've been making music every year, but it was like three weeks out of every year is when I made music So like that's all I did and then when this last time I got clean and I you know Ari was there too and I was just like I think I'm gonna I'd like 40 days clean probably and I was like I want to do something, you know Different. I want something that excites me, like something that's really hard to obtain. And when music is super, super difficult to like, especially get to a certain level and doing it, but it was mainly just like, I wanted to do it and like see, not even like at a success level, just like for me, like how, what's the best music that I could make? You know what I mean? Like just just for like a self accomplishment type thing. So I ended up hitting up um, a producer in LA and just like randomly and I was like, hey man, like I just want to get in this into the studio. And, um, so I hit him up and he, and like, I was like, Hey, like, can we work, I want to work with you. Like, is there something we can do? Like maybe you book a session, like in a studio. So he ended up, he was like, yeah, man, come through. Like I can book at, um, at one of these studios and, uh, it, like an engineer's there too. So we can mix your vocals. So like, I was like, all right, cool. And we like did it like a week later and I flew out there and like never, never recorded with anyone in the room, never did anything like that. So we literally fly out there. It was just me get on a plane, 40 days clean. I'm still like not fully through detox. Like I'm still like shaky, like just my mind's all over the place. So I get into the session and like, I had like shit like pre-written, like ready to go. Cause I was like so nervous too. So I was like, fuck, like, I really don't know what I'm doing. And like, so I get in there and he's like playing loops, which is, it's basically just like, if you don't know what a loop is, it's, it's basically, you know, it's like it could be even like 10 seconds long, but they just it's like a guitar riff or something. And they just like continually like it's just they extended like a circle. just loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, just it, and just it, keeps it just keep, it just keeps going. And then he'll build the drums behind it or any you know percussion or, or whatever. So he starts playing those and he, and he was like, do you like any of these? And I was like, yeah, I like that one. And like not thinking like anything of it. But he was like, all right, cool. Let's put it on. He was like, hop in there and, you know, show me what you can do. And I was like, "Fuck! Like I don't know what the fuck I can do, you know." So I, like, had no idea what I was doing, yeah. And I get in there, and I'm just like, you know, I just kind of like let loose and just felt what was coming out, and um, it was all like, there was no lyrics, like it was. Did all you like feel nervous in there, or super just nervous at of- first, and then it was like yeah i just like could uh because it was my first time like hearing my like vocals like i wasn't before like i didn't use autotune i didn't use anything like i do use everyone uses autotune so it was like it was that like the crisp like vocals like i could hear myself clearly and it was like for the first time and, and it was like it almost was like a game you know i was like fuck like let's see what i can do so i was just playing around my voice and um started like trying to like do you know like sing and stuff and it um So the studio setup makes a huge difference it does for sure like but it's like you can do that stuff with even the setup you have here you know what i mean like you there it's so advanced now that like anyone can get a setup and just like learn how to do it i just didn't you know what i mean i just kind of like jumped the gun and was like all right if i want to make the best shit that i possibly can i mean i'm 30 so i was like i don't want i don't want five years of like trying to figure it out i was like what if i just end up you know and i like financially i got in a good place so i was like i'm just going to start booking these sessions and learn from people that already know what they're doing instead of me trying to like go on youtube or like teach myself right yeah so that's was, a no-brainer yeah. yeah so i was like well, I, it's just gonna save me time and, I, and that's what i thought so it was like i you know i go in and um but it is it is a difference it's a difference like who's like using the the equipment so like tk is like he's my guy and um he's my engineer in la and yeah, he's just, like, dude, he's phenomenal. And it's just like, there's a lot to it. And it's not like I use a ton of stuff on it, but it's a lot of EQing and like, like which any, even, you know, anyone would use. And, um you know, the reverb and like all, all the, all the, just the, it's all simple stuff, but it's like, if you, if you don't know what you're doing, it's just, it's not going to sound good. What was good. the result of that first session? So the first session was, I ended up making like two references, I'm pretty sure. And dude, there was like, no, barely any lyrics. It was all like freestyle stuff, but like a reference is basically like, you're just figuring out melodies and like how it sounds. So like in the beginning when I would record, it was like I would literally just go in there and just like for five minutes straight, just play the beat through and I'm just gonna like say whatever I want, but it's really just feeling it out and feeling like trying to figure out what the hook is gonna sound like, what the verses will sound like. And then we went back and we like chopped it all up and be like, oh, this this like 10 second piece is amazing. Let's put this here. This could be the pre hook or whatever. So we're like arranging the song. And so we did that. and I remember I left and I went to my buddy Nick's house, and he lives here now too. But I was hyped. I was like, "Dude, this is insane!" Like I can, pro- I, I like from that first session, I was like, "I can do this!" Like, and it wasn't even really anything, you know, you know. But it was like just the sound of it. It was like I knew I could do this stuff. And then the second session, I go in the next day, and that was when he played a loop, and it was better days. And that one, I it was probably like. of the song like I went in there and like no idea how I was gonna sing or whatever And it and I ended up it was like more of like a ballad type song But it was dude it It just like all my emotions came out and it was the craziest session to this day that i've ever had in my life And it was like dude, I like almost cried Like I did cry listening to it like a week after and I was just like I can't believe I made this, you know And especially like it was so fresh from addiction. It was about addiction but it was just like dude, it was the most like, like empowering feeling for me. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, it was a huge breakthrough for me. And I did it. And then he ended up adding, um, from an addiction
0: standpoint, is that feeling something that you could find yourself trying to find it, like get addicted to like trying to have those breakthrough moments? Yeah.
1: Like that's, I mean, dude, if I, I'm just like, I obsess over it. I mean, obviously like any, anything I do, it's either like if I do something, it's a hundred percent. Or it's nothing. Like, I literally could, I don't even think about it. So it's like, for me, it was, um, sorry, what was the question? I guess,
0: like, you're, addi- you know how I mentioned that, yeah, oh, if you got so like addicted personality, but you have that breakthrough yeah, yeah. and you yeah. became addicted to that breakthrough. Is yeah. it almost like a high? It like, is when, a high. You, I mean, creating you, it
1: is, is like, is insane. Like, when you get something good, especially like, even just the hook, like, you get a crazy hook and it sounds really good, you're like, you're hyped. Like I'm super hyped. The engineer, like if everyone in the room's hyped, like we're going to make the best product ever. But it's like, it's that feeling that you chase. And that's like almost like if I go into a session and I make nothing and I come out with nothing, I'm like, I literally won't talk for the rest of the night. Like I'm super upset. Like, and just not almost with myself, but then it's like, I've gotten a lot better at it. Cause it's like, I didn't understand, you know, it's not like I, I want to fix whatever it is. And I'm like, what did it what went wrong? And I'm trying to figure out in my head like what went wrong. And it's like nothing did, it's just creating. You know what I mean? Like you have days or like you start inspiration. Smashing. You hear about famous musicians.
0: They wrote smash hits in the shower or something or just like yeah, the yeah, first the try and then they can't make anything for three years. Dude, it's, it, it's true. It's, it's definitely true. That would be so frustrating.
1: No, it is. It is. And it's like, but when you get it, it's almost like that much. Like when you start understanding it more, like it took me a while, like for sure. And, uh, but in the beginning I would beat myself up. I'd be like super pissed off and just like, I'm never gonna be able to make it hit again. And what have like you? Song again. What have
0: you learned about sort of the process of building a brand in music? Because, like, for example, I know this guy that I went to school with, Elliot Toosley, I believe he owns Denovo oh, yeah, Agency. No, yeah, you know yeah, know him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He was always a really he was always a hustler. He yeah. And his friend uh, Tony. Tony. Yeah. Yeah. The two of them. Yeah. Yeah. U and H. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, went they to Keen, they went they to Keen, they were Keen in high.
1: Vima. <laughs> Weren't they? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Were they in Vima? They went to they went to my high school. Oh. So that's yeah, so, how I know them. So they were making music. I actually went. I. I don't think I ever recorded with Elliot, but I'm. I went to his house. I can't because like I remember he ago. he
0: posts all the time, and just because we're he went to school yeah. with me, I always just keep a tab on him. Yeah. I think I messaged him recently, just being like, "Yo, respect the grunt." Yeah. Uh, but he posted that you don't if you have a hit that's like getting like getting good views instead of making new music, just double down and triple yep. and quadruple down on that yeah. one hit.
1: Yeah. Which I agree with, you know what I mean? Like you definitely want to get the most out of it. Like it's, dude, everyone does things different, and like the game now is is content. Like it's it's so it's just different. Like ten years ago, it was like it was all about the music. It was like there was a message, like for the most part, and now it's just like it's it's all recycled stuff. It's just like, it's you, less music and more personality. You feel hundred percent at least for like, for the so most part, the for people that are popping is, right now, yeah. I I would say, yeah, like it's like, there's, there's people popping right now that are like, are strictly popping, like their music popping because of the content.
0: Too. Well, I mean, sky, you, you listen to rappers all the time and, and see the different things that they're doing. Do you agree with that? Yeah, of course. And, uh, I basically live on YouTube, just getting all my content from there and I follow you and I just see all the shorts that you're making. So, yeah, i was actually gonna ask that like how did you get into that marketing aspect or you're just i mean you take- kind of have to like that's right. the
1: only way to market unless you want to spend like even spending a bunch of money is like i don't know like the, that it's a gift and a curse it's like it's so much easier to pop now like because of the access because of the algorithms because of TikTok, the youtube shorts which is growing like there's a lot of other like there's just a lot of avenues to do that but it's also like that's it takes a lot of fucking time to do that you know what i mean and like when it's on your mind so it's like I go to la and i record and i don't do any of the content like that's strictly like my time to like i s- try to separate it but then i come home and it's strictly Dyson and dyson and all that huh you're actually like making clips you're making it i yeah. make all of them and it's like dude it's exhausting i'm not gonna right. lie like it's not my favorite thing to do it's like i would rather be you know in a perfect world i'm just making music and i can release it and like you know and... yeah you want to be able to do what you're good at and then yeah. have a team behind you to help Produce. same 100%. thing with our podcast that's why we've you know sky and
0: i have a great dynamic because i can come in and just record a podcast yeah and you know sky can do all the editing on the back end and create the short because that's what he's good at right? Yeah, exactly so it's just like it's having that team but i used to do it even with the pod on a much micro level yeah. just always making it and you're just by the time you're done with it once you have to actually post it you're just pissed yeah I, you're like you annoyed again. <laughs> you're just like great i have to post still it's, no, he it's almost good, it's, you almost don't even want to post no you like, don't i mean it, you
1: get burnt out too and it's like you're, you're coming up with ideas like the biggest thing for me too is like especially like a song like better days where it's like it has it means so much to me and there's so much meaning behind it but then it's like you like the tiktoks or whatever like videos that you have to make it's like you're almost like you're use you're you're taking a clip from that song and you're like portraying like a story about something else if that makes sense like like I was looking for the better days or whatever and then like just that part and then you're making it and then it's like showing something that has nothing to do with the song so you're kind of like in my way I feel like sometimes I'm like discrediting my songs or like my the message that I actually want to give out and like there's a granted there's other ways to do it but it's like to have the al- like it's you're you're playing the game of the algorithm Yeah, you know you, what I mean also, so it's like and you also
0: need to at some point not have too much micromanage control because there's a lot of times and a great example is when girls take photos you know like it could be guys too but specifically with girls (laughs) you could take a hundred really good photos and for example, Sky edits lots of photos for various people mm-hmm. and he'll be like, this is an amazing photo. And, and most people will say it's amazing. And then uh, someone will be like, no, it's, it's a shit photo. It's terrible Yeah, because they see themselves a certain way that other people don't. Yeah, So you need to kind of get that third party perspective yep. on your stuff yeah. because they'll tell you like not what you want to hear, but the truth, you know 100%, what I
1: mean? yeah, and that's another thing, is like, dude, it's tough, because I get it with, on the music side, it's like, dude, I get people that hit me up, and they're like, yo, you got to make something like this, or they're throwing certain things out, and it's like, I, it's not like, I'm not necessarily making music to like, for it to pop either, you know what I mean? It's like, the music, it's like, I really try to keep it separate, because it's like, I, I have a hard time, which TK knows too, it's just like, or Camilo that I, re- I record with here, but it's like, I can't like if I'm not feeling the song, like I, I have a very hard time recording it or like putting any sort of like energy into it, too. Have you ever thought about taking music
0: and merging it with something else? And I remember, you know, that video I sent you, Sky, of that kid. He's in L.A. He raps about making food and he goes, Ayo hey, cheetah. Yeah, I know. That guy? Yeah, oh. I've seen him. Like this guy takes musical talent and applies it to making dinner. It's cool with a puppet, and it's it's like this. It's a very unique thing that no one else is doing, and that
1: definitely helps him blow up. It does, but that's the thing. So it's like you do like he has to keep doing that. Like that, you know what I mean? If he makes a serious song, no one's gonna listen to it. So it's like that's the tough thing is like, do you give in to the content or like, you know, like I, I know for a fact I can do, I can make a song and do certain things and it will pop. Like, I know that. Like if I put like, give me three fucking months and I, and I go as hard I as I can. feel like
0: that's kind of the play though. But
1: it's like, it's, i it's, because once people love you,
0: then, you know, you can go outside and, and uh you know draw a circle and people will be like "That's the best damn circle i've ever seen
1: i know it's just it's hard to transition it just depends like it doesn't work for everyone it's risky like in my opinion like it, it, it's it's because i'm like for me it's like anything that i'm doing i really think of like longevity right and so it's like you can do something in pop and then try to transition because that shit won't last so it's like then you try to transition to something else but you don't know how that's going to play out but you and it's like that you just kind of Like you're throwing your whole thing away if it doesn't work out.
0: I mean, even when I was building the damn good day YouTube channel, you know, I go on a spurt for like a month. I'm crushing it, making content. I make a video about SIBO and IBS. Like that one video I made, it has like a hundred thousand views now. And it's, if I just wanted to focus on making content about SIBO and gut health, I would be a legend and I could build a whole gut health business doing it. I know that. Yeah. But I don't wanna That's the thing I don't want to talk about. Like
1: I don't protect like the Cheetah song. Like I don't want to make those songs. Like it's a, it's it doesn't become fun. Like so for me it's like I'm at a point too where it was like, dude, I struggled for so long and it's like I really like was like everything I do is gonna be something I want to do. Like I'm done doing things that I that I don't want to do anymore. Like I don't. It's like I'm lucky to be here. Like I shouldn't be here, you know, with this stuff that I was doing. So it's like now that I am, it's like dude, I don't take anything for granted. Like I love, that's why we get, that all, I, that's why I love hanging out with you, man. You're just always super positive. Thanks, You're
0: just the dude, <laughs> you know, you've seen the devil and made it back from
1: the other side yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it per se, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it's cool, dude. But it changed. I mean, it's a gift and a curse. Like, you know, like f- addiction for me was like, dude it was it was a it was very very hard i mean it was a hard though like detoxes alone were in like you learn a lot about yourself when you're that low and you're in that much pain and like you don't sleep for two weeks like it's a gnarly like i feel like a lot of people don't sleep realize for two weeks dude when you detox it's it's bad and like the first six years i was using set yeah seven years i was using um like both rehabs that i went to for people
0: listening like what were you using
1: um, so it was my main thing was opiates. So it was like I would do the Roxy's that was my main thing and then heroin, too So it would like that would mix in what well, I didn't particularly enjoy it as much but it was like, yeah, Roxy's were, pills were my is thing. Is the heroin the straight up needle in the arm? Yeah, deal? I mean, you can, there's other ways to do it. Yeah, but you can shoot Roxy's. You can shoot a lot of things, but, and a lot of it's smoke. Is that oil. the most
0: common in terms of like people that are deep in the sauce of, of drug overdoses? What and Injecting? Like yeah, well, just those two that you were using. Is it mostly opi-
1: opioids and heroin or is there like another one that really just? I mean, amphetamines. Yeah, for sure. Math was massive. Like a lot of the like places I would go and pick up, yeah, people were smoking. You know, you walk in, it's a tra- It's like a legit trap house, you know, and like they're all doing math, you know, and they're, you know, heroin all that stuff. So once so. you try to stop this, it was straight two weeks of just being awake. Yeah. I mean, it, dude, detox lasts a while, like depending on ba- how bad you are. So it's like, yeah, I would like, I've had very 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 bad ones and i've had like what, like they're all terrible absolutely terrible but some are like really fucking bad but yeah like so like the first like the rehabs that i went in like my first rehab i was using i'm pretty sure it was six years so it was like six years straight and then went in to my first treatment and i didn't take any detox meds either so it was like cold turkey like nothing and a lot of it was just like dude i was just done at that point i was like i don't want and like because i give you suboxone there's like 15 different detox meds that you can take but a lot of them like you withdraw from those too so it's like suboxone will ease ease your pain or whatever and it will get you you know basically get the opiates out of your system but it's an opiate itself so it's like then you're tapering off the suboxone and then you're literally kicking again so it's like one really fucking terrible one or one that's but or one that's like, you know, not as it's like more of like a How do you,
0: how would you describe it when you're in that moment of just detoxing and you're taking these other drugs that get the feeling like basically like you're what's the word? You're
1: staggering down in the intensity tapering of down. drugs. Yeah, yeah, so you're tapering. Tapering is the safest way to do it. I didn't know that when I was doing all this, so but it's a lot easier on your brain too and it's like uh, like cuz dude, I'll feel it You know six months sometimes like even this last time it was like six months until i started feeling like you know more like myself i would say and it's like it does have to it it's the usage you're doing and like the amount of time that you've used and it's different for everyone but yeah for me but it was you know when when you're tapering it's it's less rough on the brain like the what I just described that took me six months it probably would have lasted three months you know what I mean like if I did taper it wouldn't have been as like harsh and cool. damaging as yeah, the subtle. cold turkey is the toughest the cold turkey is hard and it was like and for me like I because my buddy um, would bring it up to me all the time he's like dude why the fuck don't you just take Spox and, and I'm just like I just don't at that point like when I agree like in my brain like it's very like i the whole time I'm using like I, I don't want to be using, you know what I mean? It's not like I wake up and I'm like, I'm so happy. I'm addicted to this shit. You know, yeah. it's like I don't want to and every addict can agree with that. And it's like but it's very fucking hard to commit to going to treatment. You know, that's a scary thing. Like, you know, once you're there, like you're not getting high, you know, like you don't have anything else like you're not running anymore. And like a lot of my detoxes were actually that's like, the biggest thing. People just don't want to go because dude, they're just so scared of having to stop. Yeah, dude, the withdrawals are so insane, and especially when you've experienced it before. It's like you don't want to go through it again, and like that's what keeps you going. Like you wake up, you're instantly sick. Like I used to have to wake up in the middle of the night to get high, otherwise, I would be sick when I by the time I woke up. So it was like, I couldn't and your get family out of bed, knew all about that, knew all about it. And it was, um, they were supportive, or what was that process? I mean, yeah, supportive of like helping me, you know like, what I mean? So a lot of it was. I mean, I kept a lot of it from them. I'm very secretive about it. Like, that's why it's like, I don't like particularly talking about it a bunch, but it was like, yeah. I'm down to now, you know, and like, cause I, I really think Yeah, it would, you're on the other end, man. Somebody. I mean,
0: dude, you're one of the healthiest people I know. Yeah,
1: getting there. Get They're like, there. yo, have
0: you heard of this vegan spot? I'm like, what? Yeah. Not <laughs> that's vegan. How you but that, we'll, we'll dive into that too. It is bomb, to. though. Vegan, vegan food is bomb. I wanna dive into that yeah. too.
1: But yeah, it's, I mean, my parents were super supportive about it. I mean, they were just worried. So it's like, I kept everything from them. I was, I went to LA. Um, So I was there, and like they would find out, or my brother would come and like be like, "Chase is fucked up. Like we got to figure something out. Like this is it's getting really, really Mm. bad." So my mom would call me, and that was like the one thing that was for me at least. It was like my mom would call, and she'd be so fucking worried. So I'd be like, "All right, I'll," and she's like, "Just come home and detox." And I'm like, "All right, dude, I did it fifty fucking times." The past, the only time I've seen my parents in the past since I was twenty, so I'm thirty, and so since like those seven-year gaps from 20 to 27, I would go and visit my parents. The only time I would visit, even on holidays, was when I was detoxing. And that was it. I've never went and, and and visited them clean. So it's like, that's why the dynamic now, like now they just moved to Florida two years ago and it's like, it's different. Like I'm different. They're different. You know, it's just like we're relearning a lot of things. We're learning how to like exist and like Your how parents are awesome. Yeah, they're, they're great. Yeah. You know, you know, they're awesome. This guy's parents would you guys were all of our parents would, would jive. Oh, hundred percent hundred percent but yeah so i would go home my mom would call me super worried and i'd be like all right i'll give you two weeks so i'll literally fly home knowing sure as fuck i'm getting high as soon as i touch down at lax like really my dealer is meeting me there yeah so you're just right saying
0: up. all the shit your mom wants to hear but knowing yeah because
1: i don't want them worried so it's like my biggest thing i mean growing up i was like i want i don't it's a disappoint you know it's disappointing i feel like shit about myself like i don't want you know it's just like i want to make them happy i want them to at least think that i'm good you know and that was my whole thing was just like if they ask me how I'm doing, it's always okay. I'm always good. You know what I mean? Even if I'm not, it's just like it's my problem and I deal with it in my own way. But it was, yeah, dude, I'd go home cold turkey for two weeks. go through absolute fucking hell and then get back on that plane torn up and come back and I'm still kicking What's on the plane. What's that feeling
0: when you get when you do it after going like two weeks cold turkey? Is it euphoria? I mean,
1: it's a relief. It's it, it, Dude, it depends. Like, it used to be great. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, at the time when I started using, and I remember the kid that at the first opiate so like the first month of I, I was 17 the first month of like using drugs or drinking or di- or smoking weed i did like all the drugs i've ever done in my life in that month period like i just went on a fucking i was just like i'm gonna try everything like randomly so it's just like i just did it and um and i remember when i did i was in this kid's house and we were actually like about to record and he was like yo i have um uh, you know, a Vicodin, like, do you want to try it or whatever? And I was like, fuck, yeah. And like (laughs) fucking did it, bro. And I remember doing it and like instantly my first thought was like, I'm going to do this every day for the rest of my life. This is exactly what I need. Like this, this makes me feel exactly how I want to feel. And, you know, at the time, granted, too, it was just like everyone I was around had something like, you know, everyone was taking at least a pill or something to exist just to like live and like at the time I didn't have that and also I was going you know there's a lot of family shit going on and like you know I don't want it's their stories my brother's story so I don't want to dive you know kind of like you know that's I don't want to dive too much into that either but it's like it was a lot of like traumatic a lot of dark stuff that from 14 to when I moved and you know when I was 20 when I moved to LA And it was just like, you know, cops are at the house every week. You know, there was, you know, a a death involved. There was like a lot of things. There was prison time. Like, you know, my brother almost did 10 years. And it was just like, it was a whole, there was just a lot of things going on. And, you know, I was kind of like the glue, I would say, for my mom. And, and, um, you know, it was just like, I didn't have anyone to lean on. So it was just like eventually it, you know, I thought I was good. I was going to school, putting on a happy face, going home and dealing with all the bullshit at home. And then, um, you know, eventually like the anxiety started picking up. I was having panic attacks. Dude, I was just like in and out of the hospital. I didn't know what to do. So at 17, it was actually 16. So 16, go to the hospital again. And they're like, go to a doctor and you see someone blah, blah. blah and they prescribed me Xanax. So that was like my first thing and of, of like, you know, and at the time they're like, only take it when you're feeling anxious. And I was like, it's all the fucking yeah, time. Like Twenty four so seven. I, I ate them every day, you know, and it was just like it was my thing. I drove How many milligrams? I think it was like um, these were like half milligrams. I think the ones that they gave me, but I was obviously eating all. I mean, I would finish them for then a month. So it was like you know, I'm 16. I don't, and like I'm new to this shit. Like I was around it, you know what I mean? Like my brothers always did drugs. Like they, my brother started using like 11. So it was like I was always around it. And I would just I didn't like it, and I didn't want that life. I wanted nothing to do with it. But then eventually, it was just like, you know, you, I, I hit 16, started doing that, and then 17, and that's when I started, like, really drinking, and, like, I always, d- I wanted nothing to do with it, and I had, I was a straight-A student, played soccer, like, that was my life, you know, it was, like, soccer, like, I need to make it, I need to do this. Back then, like, do you feel everything. that, like, even
0: the, the time your buddy was like, let me try and do you think it's less peer pressure and more just almost just, like, an activity? Or slash like a, an escape of
1: sorts. It was definitely an escape at the time. Looking back, yeah, at the time though, I didn't, it's really interesting I didn't to see me. See it as an escape because
0: so many people are going through such crazy family stuff, yeah. and there's no one ever. to why would you tell people about it? Cause it's like your personal stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But I I can imagine that there's just you know a lot of people are doing it in the closet just because they find it as a coping method. A lot.
1: There's a lot of people too that I've met and I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like you, like that's the difference too. Is like when you're an addict and you're using, like you're an addict, like you can like you can like tell who's using. You know, and like even if it's not specifically what, it's like that person isn't sober. And it's like I did it for so long and like I lived. In sober livings, and it's like I, it's behavior. So you meet someone after a minute, you can almost like know if they're like. Addicted. For the most part, yeah, like I do with Ari all the time, and she's just like, or whatever. I'll bring it up, and she, and she'll either know the person, she'll be like, "You're right," or she'll just be like, "I don't know," you know, because she doesn't know. But it's like, yeah, you have your guesses. I mean, it's it's really like, dude, it's it, addiction is a behavior. You know what I mean? So it's like when you're in that, like, I'm a different person when I'm in it, like when I'm in active addiction. It's just like, you know, your your brain changes. It's like you're it's just your you think differently you start at you act on things differently you say things differently or you know your viewpoint is different on a lot of things so it's like you know your energy is different like everything about it is just different and it's even like even if you're clean and you're you're not like you haven't done any work really to like get out of it it's like you're still that you still have that mindset that's when a lot of people in my opinion relapse too it's just because like they'll get clean and like they're just like living the same way and they're not trying to change they're not trying to do anything different and a lot of them they just don't know how you know what i mean but it's like you're in that same behavior and eventually it's like that behavior just keeps it's the same thing it just brings you right back to the, you know you're, you're just like your mind's still in that cycle you know and it's it takes months to get out of that cycle and it's like i can tell when i'm coming back to it and like that's where i'm at now is like dude, i still think about using all the time i mean i will forever probably and it's like but it's like I can recognize it you know what I mean like I feel like certain days that I have or there were some you know some days you have off days and like I'll th- and I'll be like or like the way been... that I act like I'll, I'll know like I'll or like a way I handle a certain situ- situation I'm just like that's not because you've been clean for a very long time now right I mean almost two years you know what and I mean? you still wake up though and feel it not every day like I don't think about it every day for sure but there are days for sure when I'm just driving like or wherever you know I could be I could yeah. be doing anything but it's like Dude, I've associated using. It's so ingrained in me too. But but it's like I did it for, you know, a long a long time, a decade. So it's like it was everything. I wasn't able to do anything without it. Like even doing this shit. Like I would never be able to do this without being high. You know, it became it became that. And in the beginning, it was great. Like I would get high and like, it was it it made me more normal. Like I definitely was more on the functional side. But eventually, it becomes not functional. You know, and like. Um, and just like things start falling apart that seems to be the the life cycle of a lot
0: of users is that in the beginning it they feel like it makes them more of who they are almost it gives
1: them a power and it's fake you know what i mean at, at the end of the day it's like it's like you're you know i was broken before i started using and then were it, you
0: using when i met you back in the Bema days yeah, yeah obviously because we were like what not 20 years old yeah um, yeah that yeah, was for sure I remember. You ain't clean on that ver for a little bit. You're just taking some mango I guess
1: so.
0: <laughs> Chase, would you say if that doctor didn't prescribe you Xanax, you may have said no to that Vicodin
1: when you were 17? No, I would have done it. I think just because at the it's like once I started drinking, started doing everything, that's when it like. But for a lot of people yeah like that's where it does start especially opiates like or even xanax too but it's like a lot of the people that i meet that are opiate addicts like it started with an injury and they're just so easily yeah you know, that's the thing with fucking our system you know what i mean with, with the medicine and that's something I, that I did want to bring up was my health stuff and why i'm vegan it's like i didn't just wake up and be like i love animals like and i do but it's like that's not the reason you know and um but it's, you know, you go to the doctor, I've, I've been in the hospital fucking so many times and I've had so many health issues where it's like I go in and I have a conversation with someone and not one test is done and they prescribe me a pill. And I'm just like, but you don't really like, how do you know for sure this is it? And he's just like, well, just try it. And if it doesn't work, come back, we'll give you a new one. And it's like, I, why do I, why would I? And I think like, you know, every, a lot of everyone does this. I mean, everyone goes to the doctor and you're supposed to trust the doctor. Like they know what the fuck they're talking about. Right. And it's, like, so, yeah, to go off of that was, you know, the, it was, you know, I was, I mean, you knew. I was super, super sick. And this was over a year ago, I think, when it started. Like, so, basically, and from my knowledge, like, it did... The reason I don't know the reason like it's not like it's still no way to know. Yeah, but a lot I did do a lot of research on it and like one of the biggest one is from using and it's like, you know, prescription medications and specific. Yeah, specifically. And, uh, but yeah, I remember in 2019 it started, like I could feel it. So was I'd it also up. a lot
0: of antibiotics particularly? Or? I mean,
1: I, I take, I definitely have taken the a antibiotics lot of are just they the most body. effed up thing. I mean, for it the destroys body. your body. I mean, dude, it's insane. Like, like our, the,
0: our parents' generation were screwed in the sense that they just didn't have up to date knowledge of nutrition. So they, you know, just fed us frosted flakes and corn toasties cause they didn't know any better. Yeah. Uh, high fructose corn syrup all up in there our generation in the beginning now people are finding out how to deal with antibiotic use like crazy Mm -hmm. you have a problem antibiotics and antibiotics are amazing for many type of applications but it became more of a band-aid type of prescription when really that should be the last resort
1: yeah 100 percent. and that's the thing is like so like western medicine is like if you're dying were amazing like they will you go to the er like they will save your life like you know what i mean like they they will keep you alive like i believe like we are the best at that everything else is a fucking scam like in my eyes it is though it's just like they don't know like so like the the stomach problems i was having i didn't even know if it was even my fucking stomach they couldn't even tell me that like they knew nothing it's just like i go in what are your symptoms cool here's a prescription made it worse or whatever but it was like Dude, it's, it's insane. It's and the worst insane. part, too, is that the functional medicine
0: side, which both of us are very well, you know, we have a deep understanding because we both had to go through it. It's so expensive because it's not covered by insurance. So every time you roll in there, it's three, four hundred bucks. And yeah. if they don't solve and figure out what you're doing right away, you're just pissed because you spent three, four hundred bucks Dude, and you have no answers. At least crazy. you spend 60 with, you know, uh, your, your health care plan at a normal doctor. But then they're not Getting down to the root cause. And no. it's also interesting seeing my brother become a surgeon. I mean, these are people that decided to become doctors when they were like 16, 17, and 18. Yeah. Right? You don't know anything about life at that age. No. It's even people that get married in their early 20s still don't know anything about life. Yet yeah. you're making a decision that you can't back out of. If you do, you just have wasted five, six years of life. Yeah. Right? But are you gonna and you're already in debt. So you're gonna
1: just do it. So you're eventually, by the time
0: they become doctors, they're just so their Fs are just gone. Yeah. I feel like there needs to be a better way of becoming a doctor without
1: just evaporating people's just yeah. senses. Or, yeah, I you agree. Know? And like granted too, so there are medications that do, I do want to say that, like you do need to take. You know what I mean? Like we do have great medicine. It's just like, and it's not even the doctor's fault. It's just what they're taught. Like that's when you go to like, you, you know what I mean? Like I obviously didn't go to school to be a doctor, but it's like, that's what it's just like. Figure out the symptoms, treat the symptoms, and a lot of those prescriptions they cause other issues. You know what I mean? So then you come back in. He, all right, let's now that this is causing this, but it helped that. Let's help now. Now let's help that symptom with this. You it's know? really evident it's with skin stacking.
0: problems. So if you have like a skin issue, you put a cream on it instead of just yeah. clean up your diet. You know.
1: That's what I mean. A lot of it is, not, dude. It's it's the way of living. Like that's what I've like really. And I'm like super passionate about this shit, like plant medicine, all that stuff. And I, for because sure. dude, I was so miserable and it was like, so yeah. So just like background too. So, all right. So 2019, I remember specifically too, I would wake up every morning and be so nauseous. And I would like, like I would brush my teeth and almost throw up every morning. And I didn't know what it was. I was just like, I don't know what the fuck it is. Like whatever. And I just would go about my day and I would just keep doing it. And that went on for like a year. And that was, and then eventually it ended up, and this is when I started recording and i was i remember i'd go out to sessions dude and it was like i would i started getting like pains in my ab like my upper abdomen couldn't figure it out and i was just like what the fuck is it maybe it's the food i'm eating i don't know i have no idea i know nothing about this never looked into it never had this issue so i'm like having pains and then that was when like it was all the gas buildup so it was like i started burping a lot and it was just like all the, like the, like I would burp almost every breath in some days. Like it would be so brutal, but I wouldn't be able to burp all the gas out. So it would just get stuck in my chest. Like I'll wake up, my ribs would be super sore. Like everything hurt. And then eventually. Or like a balloon that won't pop. Yeah. And then event, dude, and it was like, it, it got bad. It got really, really bad. You were, I mean, you were in bad shape. No, I was really bad. I did. I got down to 128 pounds.
0: Anyone that's even thinking of doing the elemental diets in bad shape.
1: Yeah. No, hundred <laughs> percent. You know? hundred percent. And it's like dude yeah it was gnarly so like how tall are you six foot you're 128 i got down to 128 my lowest was like 148 i think yeah 120 i got down to 128 dude i couldn't get out of bed at one point it was so fucking bad it was really bad and it was like dude it was like an eight month detox without some of the symptoms like it was just like i was so but a lot of it so like there's a reason behind that too but it was like but yeah, I couldn't figure it out. And I remember, so the four, I dropped my first song, 45. And I, Great I, that song, one, by the way. Thank you. And that one has a video. And the night that I shot that video, we're literally like, it was two in the morning when we finished. And we're like, it was like 2, 2.30 in the morning. My buddy Jeremy was at our house and Ari was there. And Ari started editing it. Because I was like, I want to drop the shit ASAP. Like This is when I was like, going balls of the walls and now like i i've had to settle down like and i'll get into that too but it was like i had to take a step back and not go as crazy because i get obsessive and it's like dude i'm ruining my relationships with people like i didn't understand it because it was like i'm starting to figure my life out you know and how to live normal in a way of like you know it's not about me you know all the time and like what i want and like this is my goal and this is like and i'm just i'm willing to do anything to get it which is like the mindset that they do sell you you know what i mean and like This is what this is how you make it and this is how you become great, you know, and it was like it was killing me It really was so like the night of that video I remember she's editing and I got all of a sudden just a crazy sharp pain and I like sat down on the couch. I remember and Ari's in there and my buddy Jeremy I think he was in the other room and I like stood up and I was like, holy fuck What was that and I ended up like walk around the couch and I go in To Ari's room or to the office and she's editing and I was like, I think I need to go to the hospital And she was like what? And I was like, no, I, I really think something's wrong. And, she, and I was like, and I like started feeling weak. It was just like an intensified feeling. And I ended up like walking and she, I was like, just grab your purse. And I started like losing my vision and I go to walk outside and I get in the car. I remember, like, I barely, I don't know how the fuck I made it to the car. I could literally, and all of a sudden, I just, like, black out. And I'm conscious. Like, I can hear everything. And I can't see. I can't move. And I'm, like, leaning over. I didn't know where I was. Are you panicking in that moment? Or you just No, like, I was just, like, I didn't really, I didn't know what was happening. You were, like, a space cadet. Yeah. And it just kind of like, happened. Yeah and art so she brings me to the hospital or whatever and i go they keep me overnight they're like it's your heart you have a heart problem and they're like so they put me on the, they did an ekg and they were like all right nothing was on that but we got to monitor your heart all night so they do that and um and granted four days before this i was in i had a fucking appointment to go see a doctor and they put me on an anti-acid for my stomach because i was having these pains and they're like it's you're definitely it's just you have too much acid in your stomach whatever we need to do we need to give you this whatever i can't remember exactly what it was so they give me that four days later this happens so i'm in or whatever and it was like so i was having the the prom i'll get to the prom but it was it literally just made things a lot worse that one pill made it a lot worse so i end up uh i'm in the hospital the guy the gi guy comes in after like the next day and he like he's like all right what's the problem what's going on and I was like they think it's my heart and he's like it's not your heart I don't think and he was like um, all right this is what I'm gonna do just having a dude it was a three minute conversation he's just like I'm gonna he's like I think we need a double dose on the prescription and I was like bro I started that shit four days ago and I'm in the hospital, <laughs> that's what the guys swear He gave me that, and then he was like, "When you get insurance, come see me, and we'll try to figure something else out." And I was like, "You fucking kidding?" And he left, and I was like, "I'm out of here." I literally, dude, immediately stood up, and I was like, "I'm fucking out." I was like, "You guys don't know shit. You don't know what the fuck you're doing." And I was like, "No, it's like no one gives a fuck." And dude, I was so frustrated at this point because it was like, I just started, I just dropped my first song. I'm like ready to go. I have songs lined up. I was like, I need to hit the ground running. And I was like, and dude, it was just fucking everything up for me. And I was just like, I was just more frustrated than anything. I was like, I just want this to like dealt with and yeah, long i'm doing story it short, I'm, I'm i'm with the people that deal yeah, with it deal yeah. with it yeah. so i did. i threw the i threw the prescriptions away i was like fuck that i don't know what it is and then yeah this is when i, I it was like i was like maybe it's just like i'm gonna eat super plain so i'm eating plain chicken i remember that you're just, eating just straight rice, plain chicken, bro yeah. and that's it like even just chicken like,
0: I, I had mad respect for you for just being able to do that i remember ari made taco night and it was just you were just eating dude but chicken. i was i didn't
1: i was just, it was in, it, it, it wasn't was even so much more not, painful yeah. than i feel like i like portrayed it to be too at the time but it was like dude it was it was bad like it was really really bad and um yeah, so I think like another month goes by and it's getting worse. And
0: just the unknown of it.
1: Unknown. Oh, I mean, you it know? fucked with me, bro. Like I would talk about it all the time. Like not not from. Like, people, am or... I going to just die? So? Yeah, that yeah. or like I just didn't know. And dude, I'm on the internet. I'm fucking looking up shit. I'm like, is it my kidney? Is it and this? And you go on the internet. And it's like and I've just, done enough dad, shit to dad, have damage. Dad, yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, well, what haven't we done? And like, and the fucked up thing is, dude, is like I've been to. I, At this point, I've been to three doctors. I was in the hospital overnight. Um. And I had not one test done, not one test besides a heart test and only a medication that didn't work. And that was the only solution, like the only thing that I had. And I was like, this is it. Like, I have to just live with this and hope it passes. Like, I don't know what the fuck it is. So then that was when, yeah, I don't remember the timeline specifically, but then, yeah, you were like, yo, I do with SIBO, Maybe it was, maybe it's that, you know, you should try the elemental diet. And I remember I, and we, you know, obviously I did it i made it 17 days with that fucking powder that's so shit. Ins- that's so incredible bro it that. made it worse for me just because of that like just because i i did it, it wasn't the problem you know what i mean so there it's like, had
0: to be some element of healing in that because the fact is is that when your stomach is totally murked and you're just not putting anything bad into your system that, yeah that's, that, there had to be some level of help with that
1: well physically it felt worse for sure and like the reason so like so long story short yeah so like it's impressive you did too. In- it was gnarly, bro. But that was the worst I've ever. I've I've ever like physically without drugs was the by far the worst I've ever been in my life. I mean, I, that was when at the end of that day I was 128 pounds, dude. I like couldn't function. clearly you're in drinking my brain too. like dude. Yeah, yeah, no, dude. I was a mess. Like yeah, my thoughts were scattered. Like I was losing it, dude. I I every time I stood up, I would have to hold. I'd get up really slowly. Hold on. I'd have to have two hands on on shit. And then I barely could walk to the kitchen, dude, Well, was I feel like, like an was, asshole now. No, no, no. no. It was, <laughs> dude. It was like it was very, very gnarly. Like it was really, really bad. Because the symptoms you were describing me are so much like cyber. Yeah, hundred percent. And 100%. you didn't have anyone else to leverage. Nothing, dude. I was obviously willing to do it. I'm yeah. glad you, dude. You tried to help out. It's, no, it's nothing against that. It was just like I had no other answer, and I was like, I'm willing to do fuck. I'll literally do anything just to like see, like if it fixes it. It was worth the chance for me. So I did it made it a lot worse. And then um, so then the the transitioning back on the food was insanely hard. And what I transitioned on was chicken. So I just plain old chicken. I'm eating chicken. And I'm getting so dude, the pain at this point is unreal. I can like, I'm literally getting to a point where I would look at Ari and and she looks at me like my parents were fucking freaked out. Like, dude, I was like, sucked up like I in my like, My mom was like, you're getting high. And I'm like, I'm fucked up. If I got high right now, I would die. I swear to God. Like, I was like, I'm like really ill. Like, and I don't know what's wrong. And, um... That was when I, dude, I went to the chiropractor. and I go twice a week to see Josh. He's amazing. And it's Nuka. But that was my first glimpse of functional. Wait, before functional. you hadn't gone no, to Josh? No, health no. Health? So I've been going to Josh for a while. So yeah, he was aware of what you were doing the whole he time? He was aware of what was going on. He wasn't really sure either. And, and, um, I mean, no, I did. I mean, it, it's like not a common thing. I've never even, I've just today. I didn't meet her yet. I'm going to meet her in, in Texas, but a, a girl Ari works with, she had this, she has the same fucking problem as me. And I never, I've met anyone else that I've never even heard of this shit, but it, I'll get to what the problem was. But it was, um, uh, where was, uh, Josh, Yo, yeah. So I started going to Josh. You know, this was like I was already going to him for like a year and a half, I think. And he's a functional chiropractor. You know, it's chiropractic work, and it's like, dude, it's changed my life. Like it was so. Josh amazing. is amazing. Josh is amazing. On the podcast. And it's not just like the typical rolling around cracking. No. It's like it's called NUKA, and it's. That they adjust the atlas bone in your neck and it'll help you're the one your who body. turned me on to Josh. Yeah, bro. I've put, I I've, believe dude, i dude. if he was closer, I, contact, I would with, still go, but dude, it's, it's, it's t- too much. Yeah, of a, it's three
0: hours out of my day. Yeah, it's, tough. Know, it's, it's too It's too much. But for anyone within 30 minutes, you'd be insane not yeah. to go to Josh. But it will, dude, it, ch- it changed. And, uh, it not only changed my water. life of like
1: feeling good, but it would like. Open my eyes to functional medicine, which like before it was just like I, I really believed in drugs, bro Like I was like drugs are the answer I did as <laughs> fucked up as that sounds But it was just like this is how it this is how it is like, right If you need a problem, like th- this is how we're raised It's just like you treat the symptom and I was like and, th- and this whole sickness, bro Is a gift and a curse because it's like I don't treat symptoms Like I figure out what the fuck the problem is and I fix that, you know what I mean? And then let everything heal itself and that's the same That's what functional medicine is so i ended up going to josh i remember this too and dr brown was in there and i was like i was so shot bro like i to get to the car to walk inside and get on that fucking table was like it took everything out of me like i was so exhausted and i remember sitting there dude i like i wasn't me like i was just like josh can emotionless see yeah bro i was sitting there and like he was dude they were taking x-rays of me like you, they were really trying to figure out something in the office there they were like dude you look malnourished like you're not like something like you have immune problem or something like i was like Dude, it was really, really bad. Like, I looked really, really shitty, too. And um, But anyways, like, Josh knows this functional doctor in Atlanta. And I was like, and he was like, I think you should go. And, like, for a little bit, I was like, fuck, bro, I got to fly to Atlanta? And, like, I mean, at this point, I was like, I'm willing to do whatever it is. So, whatever. I emailed the guy. He said, I think it was, like, a two-month wait. And I was like, I don't have two months. Like, I don't. Like, I'm telling you, bro, like, I literally won't make it two months. And, like, so ends up i talked to him and i josh helped it because he was connect he's the one that connected me and they know each other and like so i ended up getting in like the next i think it was like two weeks so i end up flying to atlanta i go in and i'm expecting like answers right there you know what i mean fucking fix me like what's wrong with me so we go in and he just you know i I have to go through my whole story which like i didn't do for a long time at this point too which was funny because like ari's in the room and I look like fucking shit. And like Ari's like, they're looking at Ari like she's like the shit. You know what I mean? And I look like the fucked up boyfriend. Like, I'm just like, some wrong with me. So like, he <laughs> yeah, literally, so it's two like, doctors the in the room. No, it was, it was actually hilarious. Like two, the two doctors <laughs> in the room and they're like, all right, tell me your whole story from birth. And I was like, like each year, what were you doing? And I was like, all right, well, we can skip the fucking 14, you know? And then I was like, well, this is what happened. This is what happened. And then I was like, start using drugs at 17. And he was like, all right, when you're 18. Yeah, I was still using drugs. 19. Yeah, I was still using drugs. <laughs> 20. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let's just be. I was like, till I was 27, like, I've been, I've been high. And like, and he literally was just what like, his, what is his face when you're telling him this? He was like, kind of laughing. And he just kept like boosting already, Like, yeah, like, you definitely help him out. You know, like, you're the one that saved him, right? Or like, you know what I mean? Just like yeah. funny shit or whatever. But yeah, he was just, he. after the convo, he was just like, so I'm just going to, he's like, I'm used to seeing like people in their 50s and 60s and he was like you have you've done pretty much more damage than them in in a small amount of time and he was like dude like the the amount of toxins you put in your body the amount of like you really put your body through the ringer you know and he was like it's and um you know it's and that was why i brought up that i was like i took the elemental diet i did these things and he was like it was super dangerous for you to do that because it really it basically like when, when you're starving your bacteria in, in your intestines and all of that stuff so he was like you weren't just starving like the bad bacteria it was like you had toxin buildup and it just released it all at once it was too fast it was too fast so for hypothetically your body. the elemental diet was good but you just had yes. such a
0: bad case that it was just like it was bad but it was also the condition the so
1: the condition I was in when I took it I was already fucked so he was like your body your immune system was so low you have no and like they ended up te- they did a bunch of tests so like the way the functional doctors work like you go in there and it's basically like you a physical like GI map and everything yeah kind of like yeah,
0: poop and stuff
1: yeah so they do do they test for everything it's all different levels in your body they test the metals in your body um everything they test your urine to see just any toxins did you just anything. stay in atlanta while they did that no or? no so i flew up there for a day so i went up there they did i did all these it was basically a take-home test too so like i go in there they do the physical i go through they sorry they want to meet you and um and just like have the conversation go through your story so he can get a better idea of like what's going on and like what could probably cause and he was like this is probably having to do with the drugs and like you just ruined your whole fucking gi you know and uh he's like we won't know until we run the test so ends up there was you know i got sent home next day i do five i think it was like five to seven different tests th- he gave you I like a extended. short
0: treatment plan just like kind of like yo eat this this and this and not
1: even not until we got the test back so it was like we gotta wait so it took two more weeks to get the test but back. did he
0: tell you anything just in the nothing. next week just to help you no. like
1: was he like yo coconut water bro no nothing because he didn't know he was like i don't want to tell you to do something because i don't know what's going on and like obviously like drink water and shit like yeah like the normal stuff but it was yeah. like he didn't have any fucking medical advice you know <laughs> and like But that's a crazy thing with functional shit is just like, dude, like figure out where the imbalances are in your body. So I send these tests back and then you, and then, and then he gives you a routine to fix them. So it's like, and I'm thinking, I'm so used to just like getting prescribed something. I'm like, just give me something because I want it, I want it fixed. And that's everyone's mentality. It's just like, if I can just mask this shit and go about my life and let it not affect me, let's do that. You know, it's the quick and easy way to do it, but it's not sustainable and it doesn't last. And Dude, you can be it's with every antidepressants, all these things like they don't fix your shit. They just suppress it. That's it. So it's like eventually you're going to have to face whatever it is that you're dealing with. So ends up I get the test back. Dude, I have no vitamin E in my system. I have no vitamin D, like literally almost zero. Like all my shit's fucked up. My cortisol level, there was a graph. It wasn't even on the graph. It was he was like, it's this graph times three and yours is up here. And he was like, "That's super fucking dangerous to have it up there." And he was like, "Basically, what you're feeling," he described it perfectly without me even saying how I was feeling. Um, but he was like, "You're, it, you know, you're in, you're in fight or flight mode." And he was like, "You were constantly in fight mode, like constantly." And he was like, "So you're literally waking up because I would tell him I'm waking up almost in a panic every day, and it's like I feel like I'm going 100 miles per hour when I'm not even moving, you know? It's like I'm constantly like it was so much more psychological too. It wasn't just the physical shit. It was like I was going crazy." and um so we've ended up in my urine there was a toxin and it's i don't remember the name of it but it's a toxin that um when your body doesn't break animal protein down it rots in your body so it doesn't digest it just sits it rots and then it releases a toxin in your body and it slowly is like i don't know if it's not like h pylori or anything no it's not h pylori so but it's it's just like it's basically a condition where like Your body, and I don't know the reasoning behind it, I don't know any of that, Um, but basically my problem, there was other things that he did find, and it all kind of like went into the same routine of cutting certain things out and whatnot, because at the time I was just like, I'm eating like literally plain chicken, and granted every meal was either plain chicken or eggs. And it was all animal protein. So it was like, even when I got off the elemental diet, I'm eating those things and it's making me sicker and it's making, it's putting more toxins oh. in my body. So it was like all these simple things that I'm doing. And I'm like, maybe it's not the food. That's it interesting. Cause
0: I, that's actually like, for me, it was like
1: broccoli and cauliflower and stuff like that. Like oh, I, wow. if
0: I ate more greens, it made me feel worse. And animal protein on the flip side is actually what balanced me.
1: Yeah. See, everyone's different too. And it's like, it's not, I'm not like this forever um and like i do want to eventually expand you know like so basically he identified
0: in. though that your body's not able to break down the protein exactly and it dude, it was
1: it was it I was, was dude, basically this is, that bro, this sounds so shitty bro no it, it did i mean for me at the, at the you gotta think though it's like if you're just like a normal day, like guy going about your the day, whole time you were you're still putting stop, out
0: music you were still like you were I was still working I you was were still recording
1: dude i remember i i literally in the middle of this shit too i was so bad Flew to LA, I was like, fuck this, I'm going to record. And I like, go to LA. My dreams with my ain't buddy. waiting. Yeah, with my buddy Avery, dude, we're in the studio. And like, it became so bad where I would have such shortness of breath because of the buildup of the gas. So I wouldn't be able to take deep breaths. And this was like majority of the time, I wouldn't be able to do this. Yeah, and you can't even really explain it to people too. I can't, dude. It's so, the pressure, but it also makes you like headed at times when the pressure really builds, like I'd have to sit down. Like it was, it was just like, dude, my body was just fucked. And like, I knew it was, I just was like, I need to power through this. I, I can get through it. So it was just like, I was just like in that fight. Yeah, mode. You have a really big like going, uh, pain going. tolerance. Yeah, dude, I would just power through it. And like, so I, I remember I being in the studio and, dude, it was like the first hour. I booked like 20 hours. I was like ready to go. And I get in there and I'm like trying to sing and I, and I, ca- I can't finish lines because I'm like, I can't catch my breath. And like, I remember like they go on the, they talk, you know, in my headphones and they're like, yo, are you good? And I was like, I mean, dude, I'm trying. I was like, "Why well, I sound like shit. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and he was like, dude, like you're, it sounds like you're like struggling for breath. And I was like, and I wasn't feeling good that day at all. And I was like, he was like, just come out here and chill for a sec. So I go out there and I'm chilling. Like, and I'm like, all right, maybe I just need, like, maybe I'll pass a little bit. Like, cause it would go in waves. Like where it was really bad. And then it would be like bad. Like it was We're just good. like dudes just to let you know, I've been sick. I gotta they go. They knew they knew. And like, so like, and then I think like 10 minutes go by and it got worse because some days would be a lot worse too. And, um, and this was before I knew what it was too. This is before I knew it was meat. So it's like, I definitely just ate meat like a chicken wrap or something. But your shit. stuff's being
0: analyzed at this
1: point. Yes. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, Yo, the train's so. in motion. Let's, go, yeah, get, let's yeah. go get some tracks. So yeah, we did that. And then I ended up going to the urgent care that day and like, dude, got, I got like really like, I almost, I stood up and almost passed out and I had to like sit down. Neighbor was like, I'm bringing you to the urgent care. I was like, all right. And like, we went there and same shit, same. They tried to give me the same prescription and it was the same, just a different type of one. And I was like, I already did those. They don't work. And I was like, all right, fuck it. And I was like, dude, there's no point. In going Probably to the could have just anymore. used to, like some Pedialyte at that point. Yeah, know? something. But it was just, dude, but like, yeah, that's what it came down to. So the because of not digesting the chicken or any animal protein, my body and it was releasing all these toxins it wasn't any greens or any like vitamins that i was eating my body wasn't retaining any nutrients either so that's why i had no vitamin c no vitamin e and uh dude i had like nothing you know what i mean like i was just like i i was just depleted like i, feel I, I didn't have it so like the answer which i did not like this answer at all but it was like there wasn't so like the treatment you know this is what, what you your doctor said this me? is what he said so he was like, your, your plan to start feeling better is going to take like nine months. And he said that, dude. And I literally was like, I just gave you fucking like thousands of dollars for you to tell me that, you know, I was like, fuck, like nine months. Like I was like, and at this point I was already like, I was months into this already. You know what I mean? And I just figured out what it was, but I was like, he was like, cut out all animal protein. So he was like, it's going to take a long time for your body to heal. Like you got, and that's the thing with functional dude. It's the harder route. You know what I mean? But it's, it's the most beneficial it's for your body like you're you know when you do get through it and you get get through it on the other side you're stronger than you were you know what i mean and you learned a lesson and you had you would earn it you know what i mean in a way and i'm big on that like on suffering like i like earning my shit like whatever i'm doing the same thing with music like even a 45 first song i dropped and it popped i almost would like be like you know obviously it'd be great like i don't want to i'm not like saying it wouldn't But it's like I want to put the work in, and I want to be in a place where like I've like mastered what I'm doing to, and then be able to like step up in that position and feel like I deserve it, and I feel like I belong there. Just take a step back and kind of jumped forward there because they're like he he gives you the nine month diagnosis. So nine month diagnosis. So basically, it's gonna be. It's cut out the animal protein. And then um, he gave me like a yoga regimen every morning for because it was like the cortisol, the cortisol was like out of the like out of the park, like he was like, we have to figure out how to handle that. And he was like, so like, I know you're, you know, whatever, I was working and making music, I was doing a lot of stuff. And I was like, he was like, I know your life's like chaotic, but he was like, you have to like cut everything in half and like that was was hard for me because it was like i just dropped you know i think at this point it was like my second song and i was like fuck like i don't want to i don't want to slow down you know and like but that was like something i'm still dealing with and like i've gotten a lot better at especially like i've really tried the past two months to like be like just almost like sit back and not have to do things in a way of like which is hard and like sometimes i'm like i feel lazy and i don't like that or like i oh i didn't leave the house today which is like doesn't happen often, but it's like I don't like that. I don't like the feeling of that, but it's like it's just it's basically just finding other things too, finding a different hobby, like finding certain things just to balance. And like, I don't do well with balance, like, balance isn't my thing. So he basically was like, You gotta, you just have to slow down and let yourself heal. So, especially for the cortisol, for the stress levels. So, um, yeah, dude, I wake up and I, I, so you're on a plant diet, plant based diet. Plant-based diet. Is he giving you any multivitamins? The only vitamins, yeah, he gave me two. I don't. One of them was like. A, you only had two. Only, only two pills. Two, dude, only two. So he was just. One straight. was like a vitamin C pill. So like, what was like a breakfast look like? A breakfast would be, dude. I eat the same thing every day, still, pretty much. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, and I'm like cool with that. I'm a creature of yeah, yeah. so it's like I eat basically like. I love Mexican food, so like I eat taco bowls. So it's like rice. And I, granted, when I did start this diet, I didn't even do plant-based proteins. I did no proteins. Like I just cut everything out. Cause I was like, maybe this will speed it up. Like I'm thinking of shortcuts. So it's like, I'm literally eating like veggies, rice, you know, and like in the beginning it was, it took me a while to get like, even just to rebuild a little bit. But like, as soon as I started cutting animal protein out, like I did feel a difference, still felt like shit, but it was like, I did feel a little bit of a difference. And, um, and I still have it. I mean, it's been almost a year now and I still deal with it and like a lot of it's the overeating. So it's a strictly dude. It's, it's crazy. Big, yeah. Massive. So I, it's I like, screw that up
0: all the time. Me too. I did it last thing with Chinese food.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> but like the biggest thing with him is like, dude, it's, it's basically a plan of like, this is how a, a, a human being at like the hundred percent functional, like if you want to be like a perfect human being and like, like optimal, I don't even know the word for it really, but it's like, this is this is this is how you should live. So it's like, go to bed, be in bed by 10 p.m. Wake up by 8 a.m. Um, the first thing you should do is brush your teeth. And then, and I did this like religiously. And then go in the other room or whatever, wherever you want to go. And it's like 30 minutes of yoga. And it's like a specific routine. He gave me a book. And um, so I would do that. So I would do like 30 minutes of that. Then you get up and then from that, and then make breakfast. And like, so I would do, and like, you can, um, so he basically was like, don't eat meal. He, he said I could eat up to three meals a day. Don't eat over three meals. But he was like, I ended up, I basically still do kind of for the most part, like I eat two, I eat two to three, but your last meal should be before five, uh, five 30. So he was like, do not eat past five 30 PM and then be in bed by 10. So like that way it's like you're, you're in a digestive state where you're not like, it's, it's very bad to go like to eat and then go right to sleep. I believe, I mean, that's the facts. Yeah. That's facts. And I it's, mean, and like, he's telling me this stuff and I'm like, I feel like I could have Googled it, you know what I mean? In a way, <laughs> but it's like, it's true. And like, the, even just dude, if you really stick to certain, dot, like, so, certain so you things,
0: started, like, these are just some of the tips he told you. So you were followed this plan for now. This months. was
1: my plan. Like this was in which I appreciate it. And then how, sure month one, like, how'd you feel after that? Month, dude. I, it was. It it's. It was a slow, slow increase of feeling better. Like slow. It, it wasn't like I just woke up one day and like whatever. It's like I almost haven't even noticed. Like I woke up. I think I I talked to Ari like a, I brought it up like six weeks ago even, and I was like, holy shit. Like, it was probably a little longer than that. Yeah, I have like, energy. Huh? Yeah. Like certain things, like I would notice, but it was such a gradual thing. And the same thing with detox. Like it was like I almost was trained to go through this shit. Like I swear to God. But it was like it's such a slow gradual like oh i'm feeling better and then i like dude in the beginning i would eat like three things for the first like three months you know what i mean it was like broccoli it was like certain veggies and i was scared to add certain things in i was just like this is working for now so let's just keep oh this. i feel you on that, you know what though? i mean i was scared i was like i don't know what to do and like and R would be like well this is a plant protein you should eat this or like beans like i was scared to eat beans even i was just like i don't know like what if i get what if i go through another episode like it would i would have like these episodes of like crazy like burp attacks too dude it was like insane like it was and it was so painful and it was just like i remember i was having i was
0: having a lot of pain under right here and it um it was my gallbladder yeah and they did the, the the scan and i gallbladder sludge which is basically like micro gallbladder stones yeah which doesn't necessarily mean you have to get your gallbladder out but it's gallbladder surgery is one of the most common surgeries in america because surgeons want to cut that shit out yeah yeah. but the reality is is that's not the case you can definitely go on without cutting out your gallbladder exactly but it's a quick fix you know what i mean it's
1: a quick fix i mean that's what you want and it makes money i mean surgeries are massively profitable so profitable anything insurance based so it's like that's the route they go immediately you know what i mean it's just like we can solve it right now you know people want shit done right now and it was like for me it was like there wasn't another alternative you know what i mean like which like at the time i probably would have done both at the same time like i was so miserable but it was like this was the only thing i had to do and this was like this was it so dude i did it religiously slowly brought things in i think like it's been almost a year like i don't know five months ago is probably when i started adding in animal protein or uh, plant-based protein so like tofu yeah, I do tofu. I do like the soy, like the soy meats. And Lentils stuff, which protein? Probably amazing. Like uh, beans. Yeah, beans. Yeah, all that stuff. So it's like, and there's like, dude, there's amazing. Like uh, we live in South Florida, amazing yeah, yeah, vegan yeah. restaurants. The vegan restaurants here are so I mean, dude, far, it's insane. insane. So And like all the places I go to, LA, I go to LA, I'm covered, you know? And like so- sometimes I travel to other places and it's like very hard, you know? Especially if I'm in a hotel and there's no kitchen. It's like,
0: Fuck. so where are you today how are you feeling today
1: feel good like for yeah i feel good like i have Cause you're playing
0: five hours of pickleball you yeah. must feel pretty good dude
1: amazing pickleball's amazing pickleball's life i love it
0: it's the fastest growing sport in america right now it is it's it is. it's almost going to become like annoying how popular it is because you're yeah. never going to be able to play because yeah, every yeah court's it's, gonna gonna be taken. it's
1: gonna be wild but they're expanding like crazy bro yeah about that's to build true. A crazy indoor facility too and yeah it's wild but yeah i feel good like i do and it's like I'm not fully out of it. And like he told me too, he was like, cause I'm still in touch with him. I still like have to do tests like every few months.
0: But you can still like drink now occasionally. Yeah. And like you have like a normalish normalish life.
1: Yes, way more normal. Like before I couldn't do anything. I literally couldn't do anything. I was scared to get on a plane. I was, Cause I didn't know how I would react when I landed. Or like if I, if I was going through something, I couldn't, I had to stay extra days. Like it's just more money. I don't know. It was just how does like, it
0: feel to not wake up in complete pain every day?
1: It's great but like anything else dude you adapt you know we're all we all adapt and it's same thing with addiction it's like i have to remind myself it's like same thing with a lot of things it's like you know people go through shit in their life and like for that period you look at the life different and then you start you know depending on who you're around or the things you're doing or you get caught up it's life or social media whatever it is and you forget you know and like you're in um especially for me like i feel like I did like this is the longest stint without opiates I've ever had. And, like, granted, I do, dude, I smoked weed through it. I'm not gonna lie, like, I do drink occasionally too. And, like, it's not for everyone. Like, I still, it's risky regardless for me. Like, even just doing those things. Dr- well, weed? Weed, yeah. Cause it's like, dude, any like mind altering, it's mind altering. And it's like, for me, it did help. It oh, just so it's mind altering in the
0: sense that, like, it might trigger maybe something. Yeah, and it's
1: like. not even like a trigger, really. It's just like, it's um you know i have to watch myself if i'm using it to like escape it's a problem for sure with anything that makes sense so it's like rather than like using it because like even hallucinogenics i got into it like mushrooms and all that and it's like it's per- different perspectives it's
0: definitely good to fasting is so good for us yeah uh, generally as people we should all fast like people that fast are just way healthier in so many different ways yeah. even recently i found myself for like the first time like just like aggressively smoking like Normally like I, I always, I, I smoke like one or two rips and I'm good. You know, I feel like I'm 15 and I just smoked weed for the first time and I'm a giggle monster. But then I realized I was like taking fat rips like every hour until I just pass out and I'd wake up. And I was like, what am I doing right now? I'm getting in this weird loop. So I just stopped smoking weed for the last three days and I'll definitely smoke again. But you need to fast sometimes to remind your body like, yo, this is, uh, this
1: is candy and candy needs to be respected. You know? And that's the thing It's like, dude, if you're, cause I have friends that bring it up to me that are like, I've been potheads for a long time, never gotten into anything else. And they'll just ask my opinion on it. I'm like, dude, if you think it's a problem, it probably is. You know what I mean? That's a great answer. If you think it is, or if you're questioning it, but it's like at the end of the day, dude, life is like, you're, you, you're trying to be happy. That's the goal. You know that's like what everyone strives to be, whatever that looks like. So it's like if it's getting in the way of that, like that's what everything I do now is like. That's what's on my mind. Any like venture I want to get into, anything that I'm doing, it's like if I don't, if it's gonna take away from that, I don't really want to do it. You know, I don't, that's
0: interesting I don't to... concept about life is to be happy because you go through these stints where you're happy. It might be because you did drugs, or it might be because you sold a business, or like you you, you close a sale or whatever, and you're so fired selling a business is not a terrible example. That's like a once in a while once in a yeah, lifetime experience, right? Maybe a few times. But you have this like excitement and you're really fired up, but it's short-lived yeah. because it's built on a shit foundation. Yes. So yes. going through incredible pain and suffering throughout your life with health for me, my eyes, my stomach, my the tumor in my leg, like these situations where you don't know if your life's ever going to be the same. No. And you're scared. And you're, I mean, I remember I would cry, like, hysterically to my dad on the phone. Like, what the fuck's wrong? Like, I'm done. Like, like, how am I ever going to feel better again? And And it rips you apart. But it's like... You need that. When you're on the other side you realize that it was everything yeah. because now you're even that much more grateful. You're yeah. that much more stoked. It, yeah. it built you who you are. You have more empathy. Yeah. But I found back when I was dealing with my health issues, the number one thing that limited me was not having a plan. When you don't have a plan, it really fucks with your head. Yeah. So for me, like when I was on my whole elemental diet stuff and all that, I mean, I had, it was my seventh MRI seventh when I finally identified the tumor in my leg, which, was a peripheral sheath nerve tumor going on the leg which was causing the sciatica even though i was treating the back for a full year so it was just progressively getting worse because we were treating the wrong thing because to the doctor's credit most people are suffering with what i had a a bulging disc but when i didn't have a plan i was just in such despair but when i had a plan meaning like i had another doctor's appointment or I had another naturopath appointment or i had another thing I used that and I rallied behind it and it Mm -hmm. made life okay. Yeah. So that's like, I I think my biggest lesson from it is just you need to always keep a new plan in motion because just because someone tells you something, you have to understand it's not your end all be all. They're only giving you their advice based on what they've seen in their lifetime. And you may be different. For me, this was the first time they've ever seen this in someone's like leg. It was a neurosurgeon at the ronald reagan i think is the hospital in la it was legit so well for you what was that for you like if you had to think about the one thing that helped you get through all of this like what what would you attribute that
1: like the food stuff,
0: just like all these struggles that you've had i mean dude
1: the thing like they're never gonna end that's the thing like i the the way that i I grew up in chaos and like it was like i get over things quickly very quickly, and that's just like because I had to like I, I'll literally like analyze something figure out the solution over it like I don't even I really don't think about a lot of a lot of the stuff and it's like dude life is like this is just what life is like you're always gonna have struggles like it's and but f- that's what you want like you want suffering like without friction or suffering in your life like you're in what well, like that like was the biggest thing getting close like is something waves. I struggled with. yeah with Ari a lot too it's just like things got good. Like they did, like when, when I first got, you know, when I first moved down here, I got clean and I was like, and I did fuck up again since, since, and I, or whatever. But it was like, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. You guys had a good life. we remember going there. I was like, damn. No, it was before that. This was, this was in the apartment in oh, Aventura okay. and it was, this was, yeah, this was before. And I, I was just, but like, things were not chaotic. And like, I was so, dude, I lived in LA for seven years and I didn't sign one lease. You know i would sleep in my car some nights like it was just like my life was chaotic but i i thrived in <laughs> That's it savage i thrived in it and it was just like or so i thought you know what i mean like i was i became comfortable with it and then all of a sudden i have i obtained certain things and then i'm like what now like you know what i mean and it was it was an uncomfortable feeling i was waiting for something bad to happen and there was nothing there you know and it was just like but then i I had to realize that was when I got really into fitness and really like dude, I would kill myself i would do three days like I was just I was training for boxing I was doing all of these things going a hundred miles per hour but they were they were tough and it was just like that's where I found this friction and it was like I would put my body or my mind I would keep testing it every day or doing certain things and that's what would like it would give me that relief you know what I mean in a way which is healthy it's healthy that's yeah hundred percent but it was like dude struggles like i it's just I'm very like solution based now. It's just like, if there's a fucking problem, how do we fix it? Right. You know what I mean? I'm not going to sit here and talk. I don't even want to talk about it. It's just like, this is the issue. All right. This is the solution.
0: Yeah. And most people don't figure out a solution until it gets too bad. And that's just their truth is, I mean, yeah. you, you have a bad habit. You don't change it until shit hits the fan. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That's how it is. You yeah. know, your health is, uh, if you're able to eat whatever you want now, shit will hit the fan eventually and then yeah. you'll fix it. Yeah. Um,
1: but dude, happiness is a tough, top, tough, tough topic. Because I deal with it, even within my family. I do. I think dogs thing.
0: are close. I think dogs are the close to the answer to happiness. Yeah, maybe. Because I mean, dude, unconditional love.
1: No, they're amazing. I mean, they're I've amazing. watched every
0: video on YouTube for the Busserin. Getting them in January now. <laughs> I'm just waiting for it, dude. It's but amazing. uh unconditional love. You got two pups now. Yep, I got two. You got two. The homies are just like, what's up? Yeah. All they great. care about is you and only you. That's it. They just want to love you. They just want to say what up. I mean, their life is us, you know? Yeah, like they're stoked. Us- they take a poop. They're stoked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, you can learn a lot. Yeah, man. I know. It all comes down to the four-legged creatures. <laughs> I think people were supposed to just grow up with animals because it's, it's in our nature. Yeah. You know? We got too civilized. Everything became too... Even when you go camping, it's such a great feeling when you're sleeping in a tent and you, like, you just hear the noises and you wake up and... There's just your car and nothing else. Your, your campfire. It's very freeing. Yeah. You don't think about your phone because no. you go into this primitive state where you're like,
1: Whoa, I gotta
0: I gotta be on my game. You yeah. know, what if
1: a uh, friggin' dude, it's exhausting. It is social media all that it's It is like, exhausting. I, I hate it. I don't I don't like I'm not I don't enjoy it. And it's like the more deeper you dive into, it, the further you you get more attached like the more connected you get within social media, the less connected you get with yourself in a way. You know, it's like that's how I feel about it, where it's like Dude, all I like, go a week going sore with social media and then all of a sudden I'm just like, fuck am I doing it? You know what I mean? And it's like, right. obviously for the cause, but it's like, it doesn't just end. You know what I mean? You don't just like hit it with, with social media or, or video goes viral and like you're good. It's Sky, like guy keep... stopped Instagram completely. because Yeah, of dude, you got to keep Hate up it. with it. It gets, you Hate have to it. double down when shit starts going and then it's just like, And that's where I'm thinking is just like, all right, how do I maneuver? And like, I'm starting to think of other ventures too that I want to get into, but it's like. You should
0: bring someone on your team to help you. Yeah,
1: no, that definitely would help for sure. It would definitely, definitely help. But it's like a lot of it. Yeah, dude, it's, it's like what it comes with. And like, I never like, especially getting into music. It was like, I really just wanted to make a good product. Like that was really my goal in the beginning was just like, I just want, like I want to make the best music for me like that I can make and just like see what I'm capable of really. And like started doing that. And then I obviously was like, okay, I think I could really do this shit. And then that was when I started getting into all the other aspects of it. And it's like, the further along I go, it's like, the less I want to do those things, or like, even have to deal with the certain things, or like, even having like, I don't know, dude, it's a lot, it comes with a lot. And it change. It's like life changing in many ways, you know, but it's like, Still gonna do it, you know. what I mean, it's <laughs> still gonna do it at the end of the day. But it's like it's it's just like it's it's a lot less glamorous. I feel like than people really see it, you know. And I'm not even there, like not even close. And it's like, but it's like you can just see it, like like celebrities and all that stuff. Like it's so we're so much closer to that, and we can really see. Like everyone has fucking problems, bro. Everyone, and it's like you know, there's no right or wrong way to live. It's I, just... I
0: learned that a lot, even with my mom passing recently and like just talking about, you know, some of her struggles, just like mental illness is a very real thing Yeah. and talking about it with my friends and just, you know, you join this crew of like people who have lost family members and you realize it's so much bigger than you've ever known. Like you just, I never really lost anyone in my life, like mm-hmm. significant. I was very young when I lost like one of my cousins, so I don't really even remember it, but you
1: realize that like,
0: most families are pretty fucked up most dude yeah. most
1: of them yeah. like five
0: out of ten probably
1: dude you know and i have friends dude it's crazy and it doesn't matter if money doesn't change it it really doesn't and if anything it adds more like i swear and it's like i i have a lot of rich friends i have a lot of poor friends you know and it's like i look at both and it's like dude we all there's no perfect fucking family there isn't and like i've never met one and it's like even if it is it or it seems it, it's fake like it's just not like it's Dude, it's 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 everything nowadays is like really exposed and you can kind of see more into people's lives like and, and just through social media or whatever, but it's like it's
0: and even when people say, "Well, you want to share more of the realness." It's tough. I think the only person I've ever found that's really good at it is Aubrey Maurice guy. She's the best at being like still being viral but being depressing about like really serious topics yeah you don't want to go i don't want to go on social media and just hear someone like cry and complain all that you don't want to i want to watch a meme of like you know florida gas prices now being used by jet skis you know
1: (laughs) 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 yeah dude i mean it's yeah it's tough like it's to be at yeah to be in the public eye and do all that stuff is fucking it's it can't be easy you know what I mean? it can't be easy it can't be easy yeah and it's I mean, tough it's too. Lot. Being
0: it's going to be tougher for you the fact is that you're older and more mature so you're less into the game you know yeah like when you're like 9 twi- 16 yeah you you're just willing to, to just all be day fuck like, it you know way I mean? cooler than school you yeah know?
1: but it's like yeah it's it's just like my i value things differently now you know and i'm at an age but you have like, a really
0: good business mindset where you can flip anything and yeah. you're just always been a hustler like it's just in your nature so you could build any business you want so you'll be good no matter what. Like yeah. You could land on your face and be 40 years old and come back and be the most successful person. I truly believe that because you're addictive personality. You don't stop. Yeah. You just get you on the right path, which right now it's music. It's been really good for you. Mm-hmm. You're making great music. People are loving your shit. People being myself. Mm-hmm. I love it. And uh, the squad's great. You got Josh. You have an amazing life right now set up for you. Yeah. You're in a really stable, good place, surrounded by people who love you. Yeah. And that's no. pretty awesome. Dude, I'm grateful. You've come a oh, long yeah. way. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's different, diff- way different than it ever was, you know. And I do, dude. I'm super grateful. Grateful for everyone in my life. Grateful for everything I have. And it's like, yeah, dude. Love yeah, it. and
0: now it's, I mean, it's 640 right now. So if we ended this pod right now and we got to the pickleball courts, it'd be like 7 and like sundown is at 720 and it kind of sucks when it's dark. It's so no we way. have to figure that out. But pickleball's <laughs> a vibe. Love pickleball. Pickleball's tight. Hurricanes it. are not the vibe, but no. Floridians, you know.
1: Pickleball is, is crazy, though.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's, so it's just growing so fast. I, I played yesterday. And Where my, do you see it going? I see it becoming like it's gonna be like as big as like major league gaming. You know how major league gaming has major like league
1: gaming is like really big. Like I, think, I think I think
0: pickleball is gonna get as big as major league gaming. I don't think watching matches is gonna be that big. But I think the amount of people playing is gonna be like that.
1: Like anyone can really. You can play. be.
0: What's great about pickleball is it attracts the straight scrub athletes of the world that just you know like yeah, let's play some pickleball. <laughs> and it also takes like the Roger Federers who are like bored of tennis and want that something are just new. That is insane. Yeah. So now it's like merging these groups in, like in the people that play, the community aspect is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm for this party I'm having this weekend. It's like. I have all these pickleball squads coming and they're like,
1: I don't know them all that well, but they seem great. Yeah. Like they seem like great people. Dude, it's awesome. And it's super social. Like it's a very social sport where it's like, you can you just go just, by yourself. I go by myself You go by yourself and just kind of play. Pick- you it's like, a game, it's you like, like playing pickup. The only dude, pickup yeah. sport I know is like basketball. basketball and that's, that's it. And dude, like literally, I live in Pompano. My jump shot's non-existent. No. Nah. But dude, we have 12 courts in Pompano and I literally go there every day. And the, no one's at the basketball court. Like there was, out of like this past month, like two nights, I was like, holy shit, someone's playing basketball. It's like everyone. You ever ernie someone?
0: No, yeah. I like half ernied someone, but I didn't, it wasn't like as dope of an ernie as you'd want it to be. That's fire. Yeah. If you don't know what an ernie is, just look it up, you noob.
1: Yeah, you just got to jump over the kitchen. If you don't know what the kitchen is, look <sighs> it up. <laughs> yeah,
0: you can't take the heat. Get out the kitchen. All right, man. But I think this has been amazing. I'm really stoked that you shared that entire story. I mean, it's been just a crazy journey. And uh, there's just a chapter in your story. I think people need to hear that more, though. Even telling the story about the functional medicine thing, I mean, in your plant-based lifestyle now, I mean, you could even get somehow merge that at some level with creativity and all that stuff, because you're passionate about it. I
1: love the functional medicine. Like, that's something I'm definitely interested in. And like, even just bringing awareness to it, because it's, dude, it's there's just it's not just like gut health it's like it's mental health it's all these things like everything stems from things, your gut dude
0: how you think is based on how yeah. you eat like i ate chinese food last night because i've just been stoked on egg rolls and like fried rice is so fire and i just whole day i felt i had like sort of the chills you know, I just felt like shit because it's straight GMOs. And Sky, you said it. You're like, GMOs. I'm like, damn. I was like, this is good chicken. I'm like, GMO chicken. It is. I mean, it's <laughs> <GMO> G- <chicken. laughs> I mean that shit was as GMO'd as it gets. I crushed two smoothies today, though. We gooch. Anyways, it's been real. Let's yeah, run it break. back again. This is the Damn Good Day Show. Chase Bosworth. How can people follow you on the social?
1: Chase Bosworth on everything. This is a damn good day to have a damn good day.